Nothing. You're catching me on a good day. I Why? think. So we're recording on a Sunday. A little earlier than we typically do. Um, yeah, but I am coming this. off a... What's up? I'm, ha- I'm happy about that. It's good. Yeah, me too. It's a relief. But we can get into the logistics of when we record and why <laughs> later. But um, no, I did uh, mushrooms yesterday and it was a lot of oh, fun. And I, okay. feel, I feel very centered. I feel very good. Um, yeah, so that's, that's why you caught me on a good day. So it's a good day to pod, honestly. Why do you feel so centered? Um, I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, like, because I, last I did it was in March, and then I talked about walking across that bridge and having a panic attack and fainting in the Starbucks, um, (laughs) which is the dark side of mushrooms. But um, this time it was just a very chill day. Um, Hung out uh, with some friends in the park. Um, Just had, like, a a little picnic blanket and, like, snacks and, like, a bottle of sparkling rosé and uh, just lied around in the shade. Um, like I, I did a pretty, like a, a solid amount and just kind of like, we're basically just rolling around on the grass as adults feeling like toddlers. Um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I was definitely getting, you know, rocked in the waves of the mushrooms, but it was, uh, very, I don't know. It felt like cleansing. I don't know. I felt like, uh, I, I definitely feel like much calmer and less anxiety and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like in a generally good mood that I, I hope lasts. But um, Aww, it's lovely. I, I've, sweet. It is sweet. I've sung the praises of, of mushrooms many times and continue will continue to do so. But um, like I every time I have done them, it's in the hopes of, of achieving this feeling that I'm in right now, which is which is great, which is lovely. And you have have you had this type of feeling before? I have. Yeah. The first time uh first time i did it and yeah probably the first time i did it i had this feeling as well that's so beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful i know it's it's lovely You're so, I, you uh, seem so centered and calm I'm so, so i'm center framed uh in the yeah. zoom window but um it is funny because it's like as someone who is like i would say naturally quite anxious um anytime i get these kind of post mushroom sense of calm it's always so jarring to like realize how loud it is normally or like uh you know um yeah yeah because now i'm like i like i feel so much better and like cleaner and just like generally healthier mentally so like it's it's wild that it's like oh man before this it's like i i use this i've used this comparison before but it's like if you have an ac unit on you get used to the noise and then when you turn it off you're surprised by the stillness and that's like mentally what is going on today i'm just thinking about the next time I see you next week, are you going to be like, well, fuck, it's back? Um, yeah, probably. But um, it, it's it, it's kind of like gradual, as in like, I feel like after I do it like this, I feel like very cleansed out. And then gradually, like the stressors or, you know, accumulation of anxiety will accrue over time. But um, I feel like in a week, it's uh, I don't think that much anxiety could really rack up. But you'd be surprised. Um, who's to say? Who's, who's to, say? to say? But, you know, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Wait, so um, who did you do it with? Did it with my friends Sylvie and John, who are a uh, um, oh, Sylvie's in. I met. Are they together? Oh yes, they are. Yeah, I you met, did meet them super briefly. I met them both, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. Um, hmm. r- yes, right before the uh, Sylvie show, um, hmm. Sylvie's in Jess's improv group, and uh, John is her boyfriend. Cute. It's cute. Yeah. So it was the three of you. The th- the three three people equally in love with each other were all hanging out. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, I literally I hung out with them literally all day because we went rock climbing in the morning because John and I climbed together, and so we will um, come along sometimes as well. So like from eleven thirty to like eight, we were hanging out, but only on mushrooms from like three to eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you sleep peacefully? I did. Yeah, it's also funny. I like um, anytime I do mushrooms, I definitely feel like a less of a dependence on weed like immediately afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. And especially, like, if you do, like, kind of a heavy dosage, because it's also, like, um, I I feel like I'm using weed at the end of the day to feel differently. Like, I'm used to, like, feeling one way all day, and then it's, like, I want a substance to then make me feel different. Not necessarily better or worse, just different. And, uh, you know, yesterday after mushrooms, like, because you're, you're pretty intensely high. Like, I was just, like, lying on my back looking at the clouds hallucinating um, for, like, an hour. And it also fucks with your like perception of time or whatever, because like I, I like the truly like look every time I looked at my phone to check the time, I was just floored by what time it was in either direction. Where I'm like, it had it's been so little amount of time has passed, or so much has passed, but whatever. But anyway, by the end of the day, it's like, oh, I already felt quite differently all day long. And now the sobriety is like um, in, more interesting to me now than um, I don't mm. know intoxication. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I know. It's also, it I feel like... It, what's up? No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was also going to say it's interesting, like, in the past, like, few weeks or months, I feel like I've been tripping over my speech a lot more, like, stumbling. Um, and now I feel, I don't know, more, like, um, dexterous. Uh, is, I don't know if that, if that quite makes sense. But, like, I it, it was a weird feeling to, where I'm like, am I, like, do I have, like, dementia? But it was a weird feeling of, like, to consciously <laughs> notice, like, man, I'm, like, stumbling yeah. over my words a lot. Um you know Hmm. and i don't know i don't know what's going on there but it seems healthy yeah i'm like is this is our mushrooms a cure-all i'm that's that's i'm getting from this i really i mean they don't work for everyone or like people you know can have a different experience on them but uh i i find them extremely helpful for like depression and anxiety and i'm curious and interested in you know because it's it's becoming legalized in more parts of the country i think oregon was the first but like prior to legalization you can't really do like academic university funded like taxpayer funded studies into um sort of like the medicinal qualities to it it was the same thing with weed for you know forever as well and it still kind of is the case because it's not federally legal but um Mm -hmm. in our lifetime i'd be very curious to then see like the actual studies because it's it's all like pretty anecdotal what people say about like you know the impact on depression and, and anxiety so i'd be interested in seeing like the actual like science behind it but uh, anecdotally i have like for sure experienced that um mm. that effect like very very much everybody that's done it that i know is like you gotta do it it's gonna cure yeah. anxiety yeah it's like when it when it goes well it it's like i'm not like religious but like it's the most connected i would say or it's the most like um I feel like I'm a pretty egocentric person. So it's like the the least ego dominated I or like my my yeah. own perception is so dominated by my own ego that when I immediately after I do it, I'm able to like let go of a lot of that and kind of look outside myself in a way that maybe religion gives other people. I don't know. But it's like mm-hmm. it's a weird feeling to like lie on your back and yeah, like watch the clouds in unison move in a way that I'm aware they aren't actually. But just for me, they are so like. Mm-hmm. I could understand why like ayahuasca or other kind of like hallucinogenics have factored into like early religion because it's like, yeah, you eat a plant and then you meet God and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I, I met yeah. God yesterday and it was, it was chill. 
It was chill. He was chill. God was pretty, Yay. pretty dope. Yeah. God, God's a he, they. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so cool. I want to do that. I, I, I would. That. I want to do them with you. Marge. I want to. <clears throat> I just. There's just this weird doubt in my mind. That's like. Nothing bad is going to happen, but something bad is going to happen. Yeah. I guess that's just how I exist all the time, which is anxiety. Sure. But I mean, I think that's maybe. I think a lot of people feel that way with a lot of a lot of drugs, myself included. Drugs are, are scary to do for the first time, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrificing yeah. a lot or just of control. Like what you might find about yourself. I think we've talked about this before. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to find out anything that dark. It's like be like i don't i don't know i don't know for me it's it's only been a positive experience but i don't know i take mushrooms and then discover that i've been a murderer this whole time yeah yeah, yeah, oh no the guana strangler was me (laughs) shit i don't know i'm just i don't know and also where are you getting them from i don't get that um i have a a mushroom man in in new york um Mm -hmm. i can give you his number it was the did i i think i described that drug deal on this podcast like but basically it was like it was my friend sylvie actually who like gave me this number and was like i've never actually like bought from this guy or used him but she like met him in person once and was like yeah if you need i don't even know if they've met in person but got the number and was like if you ever need weed or mushrooms i'm your guy or whatever Mm -hmm. and so she had that number like old number in her phone gave that number to me i reached out and then he was like it was just like a weird exchange and then he like showed up and he's like i'm in a car outside your apartment get in and yeah 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 Right, where I'm like, maybe he'll kill me, or maybe yeah. I'll get to be high. Um, <laughs> but you know, risk reward. Uh, but Wait, yeah, is that the guy that gives you gummy guys. bears or something? No, that's my regular weed dealer who upsells me on gummy bears that don't work. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> but because he's a good guy, and I'm like, um, I'm like, I, 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 and I think he understands that I'm like a bit of a cash cow for him, so that he's like, <laughs> like he knows that he can kind of take me for a ride, and he's very personable, and I like him, and every time he comes over we we chat it up for a bit and then he he gets hundreds of dollars and then i get drugs it's a, the purest relationship i have in my life i just feel like this goes in line with like the you pay for starbucks but you never get it yeah exactly, exactly <laughs> yeah like that. Mm-hmm. you will continue to be swindled over and it's over. not even I, it's not even that i'm swindled because i know that i'm it's they're not pulling You're one choosing. over on me yeah. yeah well in an effort to preserve the relationship i go you know what um use me forget about me yeah dom dom me sir and uh you know and i'll just take it you know and that's fine i think that's beautiful some people give and some people take and i'm not talking strictly about gay sex but i'm like uh (laughs) but but no i don't know i don't know i don't know so besides the shrooms yes what have you done today okay um today uh so I went to bed kind of early last night, just had like, you know, a, a big day, showered, um, kind of wind, winded down and then went to bed early. So this morning I was up at like eight, got coffee, oh. played. What's up? Eight. I get, we've, I, I've uh, said this line like too many times to repeat, but I, I get up early um, yeah. and played my virgin video game, Elden Ring for like two hours. Oh um, yeah. You were, off. you could respond to my text, but not respond enough mm-hmm. remember i texted you the other day and you said you were playing your virgin game oh that's right yes you did t- i was um i was playing the virgin game again um yeah 
If people out there know what Elden Ring is, or dare I say even play Elden Ring, they'll understand. It's the greatest. That game is like art, but I'm going to... I, I can hear people turning the podcast off right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. So let's not, let's not dive deep into that. But from there, um, uh, just like had coffee, kind of relaxed. Uh, talked to my dad on the phone on the balcony for like 30 minutes. Because um, we usually call... That's cute. We usually chat on Sundays, me and Yurik. Um, That's cute. Yeah. My parents might be moving to San Francisco um, pretty soon. So that would be oh super God. interesting. I know. I know. Wait, that's so intense. I know. Yeah, he might take a job out there. We'll know in like a week or two. But um, I, I want them to move out there very, very badly. Because um, the idea of them just sitting alone in our house in Chatham and this brutal winters and they're so old that I'm like, uh, go and yeah. go back to San Francisco. Like, that seems lovely. And my mom's from there. And that's where my dad first moved when he um, moved to this country in the 70s. So You have he, family there, too? Um, a little bit. Like, my... the. We have so many, like, I have so many, like, cousins and second cousins on my mom's side that it's a little tough to keep track of. Um, it, there's definitely, like, where it's, like, I feel far enough removed from the lineage to where I'm, like, are we related? But, like, because it's, like, my mom's cousins and her second cousins. So it's, like, such a sprawling family tree that I'm, like, I'm pretty sure we're not related. But, um, wait, how many I don't siblings know how do your parents works. have? Both of them. My dad is one of five. Um, and my mom how is one of not know? Because they're all in Germany. I haven't met, like, most of them. And they're all pretty, like, al- similar to my father. They're all pretty, like, aloof emotionally. Mm. Uh, I think my sister's met um, a few of them because she lived in Germany for so long. But, um, yeah, his entire family on that side all lives in, like, Hamburg and the surrounding northern German community. But uh, on my mom's side, she only has, like, one brother. But I think it's, like, her cousins and her second cousins that all, like, kind of live there. And then... Um, in like San Francisco or Hawaii or in Japan. Okay. Yeah. So but all like West Coast Pacific. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, for her, for sure. Mostly in Hawaii, oh. but it's a lot easier to get to Hawaii from the West Coast than it is from the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'd be all alone out here. What would we? What would you do for holidays and stuff, though? Um, I would tell everyone from Chatham to fuck right off. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I could well, probably never just see you again. I mean, Ever. more likely, I would probably just like. Uh, chill and chat them like stay at one of yours for like a day or two and then fly out of newark to san francisco and then um mm. you know back into jersey or back into um new york when i fly back you and cindy can fight for the upstairs bedroom perfect yeah absolutely i'm and i'll fight her and i'll win you know yeah there's a couch up there too okay sydney so sydney will have a place after all great yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. last time uh in november when she stayed with me um i slept on the couch in the basement <laughs> Instead that, of sleeping in the bed with her. <laughs> that uh, that sounds right. Yeah. That that checks out. That math really yeah. checks out. Yeah. You can't comfortably sleep in a full bed with two people. I, I'm sorry. It's just. Not I don't know. I I've slept comfortably in a full bed with two with with That's another. That's not a romantic person. partner. Okay. All right. Fair. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Wait. There's something else I was gonna ask you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, would you be sad about your childhood home being sold? No. Um, not at all. I was thinking about this a little. Um, no, like, well, like when my dad was like telling me and thinking about kind of the ramifications of that. Um, no, I think it's because like, like every time I go back home now, it's a little like depressing or sad or like the house feels like much smaller and it feels a lot less personal to me now for whatever reason. Um, mm. even though, I mean, yeah, like only lived there in Chatham ever and, you know, was there through most of like the early stages of COVID and everything. So, like, have spent, you know, obviously so much time there. But 
every time I go back now, it feels like, and Chatham in general just feels like kind of desolate and empty or just like not for me anymore where it's like, mm. um, I don't know. It, it's like, it's just for like young families and um, people with kids and like the kids specifically, I feel like we're far enough removed from high school to where I don't feel like a strong attachment to like the community or, and then physically the house itself. When I go back now, I sleep on the floor in my sister's room and like, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, the house like feels like small and like, um, kind of boring or even like, um, restrictive in some way. I, I, I haven't had like a super great time going back home since I came back to New York in like 20 in March, 2021. Anytime I go back home now, I'm always like, it feels kind of claustrophobic. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I feel like lightly detached from it. So let's go ahead and level that house. I don't give a shit, but <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. I think it'll be sad for my parents, but I think it means more to them because they're like adults who have watched three kids grow up in that house. Versus to me, yeah, kind yeah. of like, I don't know. I feel okay. kind of divorced from the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. I would be very sad. I think if my house got leveled, no, <laughs> gotcha. I've only been in the basement of your house. So your house is going to mm-hmm. get sold yeah. before I ever, you Walk should tour it when it's uh, when it's being like listed on the market. You should tour it as a prospective buyer. I should. I should. <laughs> also, would be sick. I have never met your mom ever. Really? Ever? Like I've literally yeah. never met her. What the yeah, f? I know. Well, I mean, it's like it's yeah, so interesting. weird. It's just so weird. Though. Let's bring her out. Let's bring her out. We should well, bring her like, as a guest. <laughs> we should. Oh my god, she would love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, she would tell like a story that if you think my stories like lose the plot, like you should <laughs> you should listen to one of her stories because there's no even objective from the start. It's almost just a stream of consciousness rant that is like yeah. as we're I drifting through like the the foggy ruins of her mind, um, and just like <laughs> like it's like so distorted from reality where I'm like, hmm. I'm like I wonder if she's ever done mushrooms, which is interesting. You should do but it with whatever. That would be. That would be interesting. That would probably be a beautiful thing to do. Never going to happen, but beautiful. Do you think your parents still have sex? I can't imagine. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, realistically, like, when the last time they could have had sex was. Um, I don't know. I don't think they've, like, been horny. I don't think either of them has been horny in decades. <laughs> do they sleep in the same bed? They do, yeah. Okay. That's, that's close enough. I don't think either of them have a sex drive at all. I think like they are sex sexless. Do they hug and stuff? Yeah, Doesn't I've your seen dad hug. kiss your mom goodbye and shit. When he goes away on a business trip, yeah, I'd see that. Like, yeah. Okay. Wait, there was something else I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have sex? Oh, has your brother ever had a girlfriend? I have so many questions for you today. Um, I, n- none that I've been aware of or or have ever met. Um, but I'm. It's funny because my family is so weird and like socially so odd that like um in the same way that like when i started dating my girlfriend in college i didn't tell my parents for like a year not out of like shame but i was like that's not something we really talk about um that's so weird yeah like Like, what are you talking to your dad about for 30 minutes on the phone almost nothing um (laughs) we'll talk about (laughs) like like, what i don't know but it's like basketball yeah, I would say my dad and I have a pretty formal relationship, as do, as do my brother and dad, probably. So I don't know what they do, but it's almost, like, business-like, I'd say. We adopt a very... It's two gentlemen meeting, uh, holding briefcases, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, and we talk business. But, no, I, like... Um, and, uh, so, I mean, yeah, I've, like, introduced girlfriends to my parents, but it's, like... 
the first time was so odd because it's like not something I, I don't think it's something that I've any of us were like comfortable with and my sister has done it way more than my brother and I have like introduced yeah, yeah. people she's dating but um no my brother has not done that and if he has had girlfriends I um he's never told me and I've uh, never asked yeah because just a long line of, of sex I'm like hmm. yeah it's not really something that um that our any of our family really talks about with each other at least I talk about yeah. my hog uh, to strangers, um, but not to my family. Yeah, to the internet. To the internet and, you know, whoever uh, hits play on this. But Where's your sister living right now? My sister lives in Morristown, but she's about to move to Baltimore um, because her boyfriend of a few years got a new job there. So when her lease runs up in Morristown, um, she's heading to Baltimore. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Riveting. And then my brother moves here in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, you told mm-hmm. me about that. Mm-hmm. How far from you is it? Uh, he's moving to Williamsburg, so it's like forty minutes. Him and Sydney can hang up. out. Yeah, I can't imagine m- more diametrically opposed people to <laughs> hang out, but because like yeah. if, if people if like if I have like little patience, uh, my brother uh, has an even you know uh, lower tolerance for. Mm-hmm. I think all of Sydney. I think he has a lower tolerance for. So like. Um, yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they'd hit it off, but I'll, 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 you know, connect I'd them. watch a TV show about that though. I would also want, it would be mostly my brother getting so annoyed and yelling, but, um, you know. I gotta meet this man. I gotta meet this man. I know. That would be, it's funny cause like my brother, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too negative on here. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out <laughs> of that, not. but you know, yeah. I just, along the line of this conversation, I feel like I have so much more attachment to Chatham than you do. I think but that's true. I feel like I question it because of you saying that you don't like it. I'm like, mm-hmm. do I like it? But I feel like it, our experience is just so different. For sure. I also think like um, your, I mean, your family there and then your cousins being there and like siblings and the kind of extended web or reach that they all have to, within Chatham and stuff like that. But yeah, even both my um, grandmas live right down the street too. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's also, I even think like your house physically of being... I think we've talked about this on here and certainly off mic, but like your house being this kind of central location for at least like you and all of our friends and stuff. And I'm sure your siblings had a similar relationship to it, but especially like your basement and everything. But, um, I would be, if, if you moved, I would be way sadder than if my parents moved or like if your parents moved rather, you know, like, um, yeah, yeah. I'm more emotionally. Yeah. What's up? How often would we even see each other if one of us moved super far away? I mean, you mean like one of us moving, us not two. our families? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably super rarely, you know? Probably never. Yeah. Never. But that's so true of like most adults. You, yeah. yeah, but I can't imagine you like getting on a flight. I'd get on a flight visit. to see you. I'd do it. If you, if like, for example, like my parents moved to San Francisco, I like I will probably visit them more regularly than I do with them in Chatham. Because it's just, like, yeah. more interesting. Like, going back to Chatham and just hang out is, like, the most boring shit in the world. But if they, like, move to San Francisco, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll chill for a week and work remote out there. Because then it's, like, after work I can go, like, to the mountains or whatever. Um, is that what... To the goddamn it? mountains. Is that what's in San Francisco? Oh, I mean, the, the immediate, like, geography around San Francisco is pretty interesting. And, like, you know, um, or you could drive a few hours to, like, I mean, more than a few hours. But, like, to Yosemite or just, like... Mm. Um, being outdoors in general, it was more interesting there than in Chatham. 
and the weather mm. is better. So, but if you move to San Francisco, for example, I would definitely go out and visit you. If you move to like elsewhere on the East Coast, it's it's a much tougher sell just because East Coast is like not that interesting. True, DC. Yeah. is pretty right. Pretty I'll pop right. down. I'll pop down to DC. I'm ready. Yeah, we should figure that out at some point. You should figure that out. <laughs> not today though. There's, Who has there's the too time? much going on? I know. I know that's um, to loop back yeah. on what did I do today? So after the Elden Ring Virgin sesh, <laughs> yes. uh, went for a walk just, and I had no like aim or objective, which I do all the time, but mostly on these walks, like I feel like I just kind of sulk or like um, brood. And on this one, I like got a few blocks. And I'm like, why am I really doing this? And then I'm like, uh, I don't know why I wanted like a smoothie or like fruit really badly. But then I just went to the grocery store and bought like peaches and mangoes and then made a smoothie at my house, which was pretty great. And then oh, I, no was playing music out loud and like tidying up the apartment when you texted about potting and then i'm like sure i'm in i'm ready you're having such a beautiful weekend i just i'm having a great weekend and friday was super fun yeah magical what did you do friday friday was um that rescheduled the the party that you guys were going to go to last week at um at listener of the pot of barnas yeah i don't know if she listens but it was super fun yeah i brought um jess and john robert and sydney was there and um yeah it was super fun uh if Avarna, if you're listening, thanks for hosting. It was great. And then we like bar hopped around um, in Williamsburg or Greenpoint. All of you did? Um, um, a lot of us from the party. Like, um, yeah, a, a bunch of people bar hopped. What, what was the size of the party? I don't know, actually. Like, I was kind of drunk, but <laughs> yeah. maybe like a dozen people from that. Like, But I, I, I think when we went from one bar to the next, like then people fell off and I don't know. But um, JR, Jess, and I didn't leave until like three from the bar so i was like very <laughs> tired and then i woke up early to go rock climb and then do mushrooms and all that jazz and uh, and mm-hmm. jr and just went to the beach on saturday but oh. so we we're all like we were all like dead on saturday yeah. but uh but yeah anyway friday yeah it was it was uh it was super fun that back patio at avarna's is just the nicest like it's so cool it's unbelievable it's so cool did you meet um zach uh no i don't think i did who okay their other roommate oh yeah no i didn't um okay no i didn't okay that sounds pleasant any highlights it was. from that um whole, whole thing good vibes around all, all chill um good good vibe that second bar we went to uh pony boy was really they were playing good they were playing like music that i like and mm-hmm. but it was kind of a dancier bar but they're playing like the strokes and i'm like cool because I think a lot of my complaints with like dan- uh, certain bars in New York or dancier bars is that they don't play they, they don't play music that I personally really like. Where I'm like, I would always be like, man, if they were just playing like indie rock from the mid 2000s, I would love this bar. And then turns out you can find those bars, and and we did. And I was also, like, you can this go to a great. bar where you can do like touch tunes and you can play. Oh sure, yeah, but I mean, m- not. I feel like at most of the most of these places, you couldn't. Mm. I don't know if that's an option at most of these places. They're, they're too protective over their music choice yeah i guess yeah um hmm, okay. but anyway yeah so anyway I'm, I'm still on that i'm still on pure magic mode at the moment but also it's this is not super related but cleaning okay. your apartment can make you feel so good mm-hmm. like i i also cleaned yesterday yeah and realized that i had not actually deep cleaned in such a long time mm-hmm. feels so much better yeah it really does um that or like if it's been all day and you haven't like showered you suddenly feel like you get out and you're like wow i needed that 
um yeah. or just like mentally like if you're feeling like off showering helps and like tidying up like cleaning the apartment or even like thinking about my room and how it's like cluttered clutter in general is like stressful and you it's like in the background you don't realize it and then when you clean it up you you do kind of like um i don't know you feel instantly a lot better and, and it's an easy thing to overlook i think because you get so used to it yeah I'm like, there's, I feel like there's just nothing going on that we have to talk about cleaning our apartment now. It's kind of interesting. I mean, uh, what, uh, how was your week? Good. Interesting look there. Interesting look on your face right there. I am going to Chicago in yeah. three days for work. Right. Cool. So it's been like preparing all for that. Uh-huh. I, I have to buy a blazer. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, Why? They're like, you must um, wear a blazer, ma'am. It's just like a conference. Like, I, I don't know what yeah. the fuck to wear. And that's yeah. what people do. Um, I did have a date yesterday. Oh, yeah. And anything for the pod? Um, it. He was already drunk when he showed up. Oh, no. And um, it wasn't good. <laughs> it just was not good. So that sounds like it could be pod material then. If it's, it wasn't good, you're not going to see him again. And who cares? You don't have yeah, to. Yeah. Also, he no, no no. Just I'll just be vague. Okay. He's twenty four. Okay. What's that look? Um, um. Why are you Why are you including that? I don't know. I don't think twenty. Like, if I'm gonna date a man, it's probably gonna be my age or older. Okay. Maybe Do you think that's 25. a gender thing? Because to me, I'm like, I would date a twenty four year old woman, Your Honor. I mean, I um, do think it's a, it's a men are just yeah. not mature. I feel like until. That's forever. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he brought vodka and diet orange soda as a mixer. Where, where did you, um, where were you meeting and at what time? So we came to my house to have like a couple mm-hmm. drinks and then go eat. Um, it just was, and then in the middle of the conversation that we had, he was kind of like, I was like, I can't really get a read on you. I was like, what, what, what are we doing here? You said that out loud. Um, you, you said it to him. I, I said like a vague him. version yeah. of that. I was like, oh, I just can't really like. I don't totally understand you and he basically mm-hmm. implied um that he was looking for friends on the apps and i'm like okay weird but yeah and this is the third time we've seen each other oh oh yeah. okay i yeah. thought it was the first day. yeah okay gotcha it was not um right and um but it kind of felt so like yeah sorry go ahead no he was drunk like it kind of felt like he wanted to get drunk on a saturday and mm-hmm. so he was just doing it next to me kind of what like time we were chatting. was this going on? It was 8 mm-hmm. to like 11. Okay. Yeah. My texts are blowing up here. Um, Congrats. Yeah. Uh, when you say he was drunk when he showed up, was he visibly drunk or did he walk in and be like, I've had a few drinks? Or was he, he like... Before he came, he texted me being like, I'm on drink number three. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I also think that's just kind of like... I think that's like really weird to do because it yeah. to me it implies like you got to get drunk to hang out with me. right right like I don't also, pregame dates anymore unless maybe a first I've date never, if I'm really nervous yeah like, I, I I'll, I'll have like I've a ever beer yeah. I kind of want to be on the same wavelength as whoever I'm talking to though because it's like I I want to be on this like I don't know yeah yeah it was just it was just like it was just weird yeah at one point he tried to stand <laughs> with an exercise ball. <laughs> In the living room, and he tried to stand on it. <laughs> Did he do oh. it successfully? Did it pop? <laughs> he wobbled quite a bit. Okay, great. Yeah. 
so that was just interesting i, I don't sounds feel charming <laughs> i don't feel like any sort of way about it i'm just kind of like why did you do this yeah why he did, looks like I, he's a little lost and and i don't really want to help him find find sometimes what he's looking for. when you're 24 you show up drunk to a third date with <laughs> the vodka and diet orange soda and you stand diet on an exercise <laughs> you stand on an exercise ball next to a woman who's sober and you go it felt like there it felt like it was like babysitting a kid kind of yeah it sounds like and you shouldn't have given him soda and now he's too hyper and now <laughs> yeah. he's he's high off this diet uh orange soda and uh-oh he's, and on, the was like he's on the exercise ball yeah like it was, the cheap, it was, super it was like it was, this yeah. was a dollar 39 i was like uh, oh oh he cool. told you the price great yeah that's cool that's cool <laughs> so, um yeah and i talked to uh some other dc friends this morning they mm-hmm. also had quite a quite an experience um meeting meeting men and okay. what i've determined is i don't know if i'm gonna find like a regular person <laughs> to just, like, in, in general e- ever yeah, yeah no never i, I think like I a think you regular will ultimately yeah. good looking not insane mm-hmm. regular person i think it I think it's more likely to come from like your friends introducing you to people or like coworkers or their friends or, or something like mm-hmm. that. I, I have extreme, extreme skepticism on like apps. Like it, it, it happens every now good. and then that like you um, like I, I know people who have like been dating for years who met that way. And I, and that's wonderful for them. In my experience, it's, it's been nothing but a pit of despair <laughs> that like leaves me yeah. feeling emptier than, you know, when I started, I think. I don't know. The orange soda That's guy cool. just was like. The orange soda guy, yeah. What is happening here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're going to imply that you want to get drunk with someone yeah. like super hammered, I feel like that's like. In this context, it, I thought it was like. For a reason, and now I'm mm-hmm. like, there was no point to this. I think he just likes drinking. Or yeah, was in the mood. Did, I don't know. I don't know. It was just it was so weird. It's also like it, it would have been if you guys were. It would have been fun. It's like if you wanted to get drunk too, and then you like were at a bar. I mean, I dr- like, I obviously drank too. Sure. Yeah. But even in that, like to just do that sitting alone in your apartment, because I feel like that would be fun if like if you meet at a bar on a Friday or Saturday and the, and you get like very drunk together, because then like see where the night takes you. You could whatever bar hop. Yeah. Do feel like in that setting i'm like what's the what's a real objective other than like sex getting drunk and then I, pounding that's kind of what i was thinking too it seems a little like um like too direct of a precursor to sex in that context you know yeah it's a little too just, his intentions are a little too like on display for my yeah. taste your honor but but it yeah but it wasn't yeah. for that oh for friend it was for friendship it was, but mm. i just i just think it's a little a little silly I agree. like what we think of as like i i don't think it's wrong to like find friends on the apps but like if sure. you're not saying that in the beginning it's kind of weird it, it's like yeah that's something that you would like isn't there a setting that you can do on some of them for like yeah yeah turn Probably this into this. friend mode yeah yes if, but then it's like on there it's like if you think you meet weird freaks in the regular setting 
I can only imagine the freaks that are on Bumble BFF. This is the mushrooms wearing off in real time that now I'm willing to shit on these people. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. they're all perfect. They're just, you know, people looking for connection. I shouldn't bemoan them. Yeah, to it's really not that bad. The internet, it's but I'm going to go it. ahead and say that they're all freaks and <laughs> dare I say pedophiles. But um, <laughs> I'll edit that out. But uh, <laughs> you won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll never do it. Um, I do know I'm people who have met on the Bumble BFF. I feel like it's like how a serial killer would look for their next victim, <laughs> right? Like that's a uh, the true modern Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, Gen Z Bundy is using is a big fan of BFF Bumble BFF BFF Bumble. Cool. Yeah, the first one. Oh yeah, the, the former. Cool, cool. Yep. Um, you've ri- you've um, written some things down in the notes app. Yeah, I see. Um, Am I only into people because of how they make me feel? Signed, Marge. Yes. What was going through your mind when you wrote that down? Um, I guess, like, even this person I went on a date with yesterday. Um, Actually, that's not a good example. Because, like, even the first date, it's not like he was, like, particularly being flirtatious. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like I could just ignore who someone is and what they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And what their values are if they are expressing interest in me and making right. me feel special. Right. Or I'll like make up that we would be so good together, even mm-hmm. though I don't know if we're actually that compatible. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they make me feel a certain way. Like my ex is definitely like Correct. that. Like right. I don't actually feel particularly attached to the person that he is. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I w- yeah. When I read that, I was thinking of, so when you say how they make you feel, meaning like their affection or interest in you is the thing yeah. about them that you like. Yeah. Or like them making me think that I'm a very special person mm-hmm. and that the reason why they like m- me is because I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's not like I'm like sitting around being like, that's so noble that he does this. True. Like, I'm more just like if they're flirting with me, I love that. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know if that's something to beat yourself up. I think that's that's a normal re- yeah. reaction to just a valid external validation. But more like like seeing, making yourself seem more compatible with someone because they are like that. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you have nothing in common. Yeah. You don't even communicate similarly. Right. You don't have similar lifestyles. Yeah. Right. It is. And then. But that's powerful though i mean like them like liking you or like validating you like not even like sexually but on like physically in the sense where they just like endorse you, where it's like oh man i, I yeah. guess it is just validation um yeah but like it's a tough thing to it's difficult when then yeah i think to be in the position you're in where then you realize that the focus has been about you and not like if you actually like them like that's okay for the beginning part of it yeah but then when you actually have to be with someone yeah that doesn't work (laughs) of course yeah i think that's why people like date for like a few months and then stop it's like oh yeah you know at their core you don't care for them or or even thinking about it in terms of like yeah do you admire them like i think admiration for your partner is like an important quality an important emotion to feel I think it has to be both though because yeah there was a person that I dated a couple months ago for like Mm -hmm. two months 
And I really liked who they were as a person, but I didn't feel like they made me feel Mm -hmm. super good. Yeah. They didn't make me feel bad. I mean, they treated me well, but like that was missing from it. And I wanted to like them so much more. And that sucked. I know. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I, what we were talking about probably a few weeks ago of like, I don't I can't remember if this is on or off mic, but like, uh, w- wanting to like someone on a person, like they're, they're like, they're, there's nothing wrong with them. Um, it's, it's the just, worst. you don't it's like the they're, I feel like they, it's like a, almost a binary where it's like, do they cross this threshold of like interesting or funny or, or engaging enough? And then, mm-hmm. and then you like them. And if they're anything short of that, it's really tough to, um, get past that. If you like yeah. find talking with them boring or just like even talking to someone where it feels like energy or work as opposed mm-hmm. to like feeling very natural like that. That's a if if it's like it's a, 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 more than a few dates and it feels like you are doing work to converse. I'm like, I'm out. Also, that just reminded me like on this date yesterday, I feel like i get this maybe i said this before actually about this person but Mm -hmm. i get this sense that they're just like asking like i'll ask them a question and they'll talk and then i'll ask a lot of follow-up and then eventually they're like well what about you like they forgot Mm -hmm. that they're supposed to ask that back and then they just remembered but they don't actually care about what you say yeah and they get like while they're listening to you they get all fidgety because they're not they're trying to have you noticed that like yes um, i've noticed that with physicality like their their physicality changes like showing someone interest in what they're saying is eye contact, mm-hmm. you know, nodding. And like if someone's like yeah. like paying attention to other stuff, drink, like I know that oh, that means man. that they're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's, so. <laughs> even if I was like firmly uninterested, in, it's just so rude when you are talking to someone and you see, you see, you watch their focus. Um, it's so. Drift away. It's, my first boyfriend was like that. I felt that so strongly. In high school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, we, <laughs> you? We've used, no, no. no, I wish. Uh, like, I feel like we've used his name on here. Though, so where I'm, uh, that's why I was confused. Of like, yeah. But uh, I could totally see that guy doing that. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy. He's like the, the perfect example of that. And yeah. which reminds me when you were like, I'm sure I've said this before also on mm-hmm. pod, but I was like, we get along on every level, but intellectually. And you were like, mm-hmm. yes. And you're like, that's maybe the maybe the most important one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's it the really is. crux of my entire relationship with yeah. men. I'm yeah. like, we get along so well, except for like, we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> yeah, the most important. It is because it's like everything else, the infatuation of the beginning or the honeymoon phase or whatever, all fades. Uh, and yeah, then it's like if you don't connect on a emotional or intellectual level, it's... Uh, ultimately there's nothing yeah there's ultimately nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing cool. at all nothing all at all right. baby um yeah. well that's cool uh yeah go ahead no no what oh no i was just checking the notes up to see if you had anything else in there about it um let me, let me look here i'm trying to remember what i was thinking also i think it just made me think about like i would really like to meet someone that i'm like I respect that person and want mm-hmm. them to like me. Yeah. Also. Right. For sure. I, yeah, I was think I think like I was maybe thinking a similar thing in different terms, but like, um, in like high school and college, I would have like, 
you'd meet people and you would have like crushes on them um like you'd meet them as like friends or acquaintances or whatever and then like that almost like um god what's the word um begins with the g i can't find it oh here i was bragging that now i've got my my command of language back and i can't um but there's like oh a gestation period um where it's like you meet someone have a crush on them and kind of like because at that point like you're attracted to like them physically sure but kind of their personality or whatever their essence their vibe their soul their spirit and then like and then if you actually like hook up with them or date them or whatever like you already kind of have a sense of who they are as a person versus i feel like so much of like adult life is like meeting strangers in whatever context and then like it you it it takes a a much exactly yeah, yeah right like it takes a lot longer or yeah correct yeah working backwards is, is a great way to put it um right. you nailed it but yeah, yeah you work backwards and that's like way less fun i think having yeah. a crush on someone is fun and you it it's really cuts best. out that period yeah i live in a fantasy world in my mind of crushes all the time totally totally and it's kind of like if i don't have one i'm gonna find one mm-hmm. yeah i haven't had a crush in such a long time and it's i'm dead inside for that reason you gotta find one you just gotta find someone to fixate on yeah it's just yeah i guess it's tough because it's like in high school and college it'd be like people you're in like classes with or that you know and like kind of see around and stuff like Mm -hmm. and again in adult life you're working backwards like you you meet in the the like context of a date so then you're already like you don't have time there's no there's no time time for a crush yeah no time we'll do seinfeld don't do it (laughs) you don't think you don't think okay no. What if when I did mushrooms, I got locked into Seinfeld voice? <laughs> it unlocked something deep in my Uh-oh. psyche. Uh, the worst trip cool. of my life. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the coolest drug ever if it just makes you Jerry Seinfeld. Hmm. Mm. Write that hmm. down. Hmm. Maybe that's cool. Um, I'm just checking the notes up. I, unless you had more on on into people um, because of how they make you feel. I mean, I'm sure there's much more to say about that, but not, mm. not in this moment. Okay. Um, is yeah. uh i like this next one is ba and then it it's b a i l i and then it gets cut off by a table and in the first cell omg you can make a table in here what happened hmm. i wanted you to see that yes thank you yeah you can yeah. make a table in there it's so not you can, that you can do practical. a lot with this notes app you can i like that it syncs from your mac to phone so like yeah yeah. I have this pulled up on my computer right now, but I, I yeah, litter it with like shit when I'm on my walks and stuff. And uh, it's mm-hmm. great. It's great. But anyway, but that the full statement that you wrote is, is bailing on people self-care? <laughs> yeah. What was going through your mind or what <laughs> okay. spurred this? Yeah. I guess I was thinking about like, there's a couple of people that I know that are very like, okay, so you know, there's this like idea that you fulfill your own personal goals over the needs of others mm-hmm. versus I'm someone who definitely like will put everybody else and do that before like my own needs. So if someone's yeah. like want to get food today and I was like, mm-hmm. I was planning to go to the gym. Like I yeah. will always go get food. Right. Let's say whatever those activities might be. Like I would sure. always do the one. Yeah. Um, and I guess I was just thinking about like not, not necessarily committing to something and then, not doing it that's not really Mm -hmm. what i mean i mean more like just thinking about if you're going to be up to doing something yeah like like in the past like week or two there's been people who have reached out and been like actually i'm trying to think 
like what I was thinking about with this. Mm -hmm. Like over committing yourself to stuff and then not being able to do it rather than just being realistic about what you can and can't do and saying like, I'm not going to be able to do that, but I can do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would argue that's self care or just saying no. You mean from the jump? I guess that's, that's really what it is. Yeah. And planning out like, even like this past weekend, I knew I was going to be drinking on Saturday night. So on mm-hmm. Friday night, I was like, I'm really not going to drink much. And then yeah. it's like, at one point, everyone was kind of like, should we like go hard and like go out now? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, because I'm going to do this tomorrow and I don't want to fuck myself over. Yeah. Yeah. That's mature. I think it's just like a maturity <laughs> or like um, learning to say no or I, yeah. Is bailing on people's self-care? Yeah. I guess bailing like is being, not the correct term, but yeah. no. Being realistic about what you, what will overwhelm you, even mm-hmm. if someone's going to be mad at you for saying no. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of another context. Oh, like even this week, I, this is, this is why I brought it up. I went into work twice this week mm-hmm. and I had a fuck ton of stuff to do. Um, and so I spent like all day at work on Tuesday and all day on Thursday. And I mm-hmm. was supposed to meet Ayushi. We had like texted like towards the end of the day and I was like, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And then like, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna take a nap. And then she was at the gym or something. And then she was like, we can whatever eat after the gym and yeah i woke up from the nap and was like i can't like i can't do this today mm-hmm. um and i feel so shitty being like actually can we not but yeah. me going out and meeting her would have been like way too much mm-hmm. even though i said i would but i felt better when i said i would yeah also like the stakes are really low for that obviously sure. yeah but doing that i don't think you should do that consistently obviously mm-hmm. because that's not fair to people but i do think like not overstretching yourself just because you're afraid of like she was like no like oh that sucks but not it's not like a make or break you know yeah totally yeah I think but again it's like, if you're doing it consistently i see right. that being annoying but i would say i say yes to a lot more things because i think someone's going to be upset if i say no mm-hmm. then i yeah. should yeah i think it's like yeah i mean it, there's like a fine line you walk where it's like there's like that middle ground where it's like you're saying yes to the appropriate amount of things and no to the appropriate amount of things or like because I, I can skew towards saying no more. Um, I, I think I guess it's just like being honest with yourself about knowing your own self and limits and being honest about it where it's like in that situation with Aishi, it sounds like you were aware, like it truly would have been too much as opposed to like if you're just feeling like down or like kind of sluggish and you're like. Like when you could do it, but like, yeah, cause yeah. very often I, you know, I'm kind of depleted <clears throat> at the end of the day and say no to stuff just because I'm like tired versus like yeah. me actually being at like my full limit or whatever. And very often like getting out, like once you're at the place or at the event, you're happy you did it. But it's like mm-hmm. the precursor where you're sitting around, like thinking about leaving and getting ready and going. That's like the yeah. barrier to entry. Um, which isn't exactly the situation you were talking about, but I think it's just like there's two sides of that coin and, and like, you know, finding the middle ground is like legitimately difficult and you can get so like stressed by so many things in life that it kind of clouds your judgment on like, am I doing too much? Am I doing too little? And yeah, you know, what, yeah. what's actually good for me? That's what and we were talking about that this weekend too. Just feeling mm-hmm. like you're not doing enough, but then being like, I feel like I'm always like I'm not doing enough. But then I look back in the last like two months and I'm like, so much has happened. Yeah. Like, and right. I act like I'm not doing anything. Me taking a week off of hanging out with everybody every day is okay. Yeah, for sure. And especially 
in this situation, I was actually like very mentally drained from work. Mm-hmm. On, on even on Friday, I met we went, went to Jazz in the Garden on cool. Friday, which is like this cool thing every Friday in the summer in DC, the National Sculpture Port National Sculpture Gallery. Is that what it's called? Sure. Whatever. It's like an outdoor park with stuff. They have like jazz, a uh, different band every week, which is super cool. Um, mm-hmm. You have to get tickets for it. We went. Um, <clears throat> but I had like such a intense day at work that I was like, I got a nap before we do this. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. There's really no point to this other than sometimes I overestimate what I can do. And then I get mm-hmm. stressed and resentful for saying yes to things that I should have said no from no to from the beginning. Right. Because I feel like if I start saying no too much, people are not going to like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I struggle I, with. Yeah. It is, it is difficult or like, I think I like, I have more friends who feel like FOMO than <coughs> I do. But even like yesterday when like Sophie, John and I were doing mushrooms, like some people were going to the, the beach and mm-hmm. like, I could definitely feel like Sylvie feeling like, um, oh man, should we do that instead? Like we made this plan mm-hmm. to do this, but then like the fear of missing out or like, I don't know, doing your own mm-hmm. separate thing is it's, it's difficult. And whether that is like hanging out with other people or just <coughs> saying no for your own person and, you know, like doing mm-hmm. your own thing individually. But I, I think most people do relate to it. Like it, it feels like it's a problem that only affects you, but like in terms of like, it affects everyone. And I think people are more understanding when you bail like uh, they relate more to that like feeling of like i don't know being overwhelmed or, or overcoming yeah. i guess also this has to do with when you're in like a good headspace and you feel relaxed and rested and yeah. then you commit yourself to a lot and then mm-hmm. as the week wears you down you're like fuck i am yeah. depressed and i can't do this now like that's basically yeah. what it is for me totally where i'm when i feel like capable of doing a lot mm-hmm. and then my mood changes and then i am like I thought I would feel good today and I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly that. Yeah. I, I, I think about that a lot in terms of like how much mood dictates everything. Um, and I, like, I mean, I talk about being like a morning person where I like feel good in the morning and then in the afternoon feel like cloudy or, or just like worse. But like um, trying to remember that like, yeah, mood or emotion isn't permanent or it's because it's, I have the same cycle every day where I feel good in the morning and generally worse in the afternoon and evening and like when you're in each when you're in the throes of each feeling it feels like permanent and you forget about the the same way that like in the winter you can't imagine it being the summer and vice versa like in the morning i'm like i'm gonna feel good forever and then in the evening i'm like i'm gonna feel bad forever and then it it changes all the time or even like i don't know i would think like like i repeat like an idea of like you'll feel different in a week to myself a lot because it's really true of like whatever the stress or like news or any kind of event of the week is like you feel different like i don't know we have shorter memories than we think and like in in a week from now like the the current headspace i feel like today with the weekend and then what i'm thinking about for monday and tuesday of this week like we'll all be so so far down the river one week from now you know yeah and when we're chatting on the 24th like i don't know but if, yeah. it, it's tough. It feels so permanent and like forever when you're in it. But it's, I wish I could step outside and acknowledge that better when I'm not on mushrooms. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. that reminds me this, <clears throat> this week, actually. Okay. I actually did a lot, a lot of stuff this week. Hit me with I it. watched worst person in the world. Oh, the movie. 
It was so good. I loved it. I haven't seen it yet, but I've, it's been on my list for a long time. You should watch it. It's on Hulu, I think. Mm. Um, but I will watch before it. I watched that, I was feeling kind of down mm-hmm. and I journaled. And I also Hell read yeah. through my old journal entries, which was very, very interesting. I mm-hmm. am re- writing about the same exact fucking things as like a year ago. <laughs> totally. Like these same things like, am I drinking too much? Am I doing enough? Mm-hmm. My relationships with different people, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, getting overwhelmed, anxiety. I'm like, oh, so therapy's done nothing. Also have therapy sure. tomorrow, which is amazing. Great. Yeah. Um, but it was like really weird to be like, okay, I'm feeling low right now. Like, what am I going to do? So I like rested, journaled, watched a movie that I liked. And I was mm-hmm. like, now I feel good. It was just so, it was Beautiful. so like simple. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of like okay, engaging in like fun. a numbing, like a kind of like eating or drinking or distracting or sex or something, yeah. like it was just like sure. kind of nice. It was really nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, and also all those things could have been good, like eating, drinking, or sex could have been like, it's it's like I think a lot about just like intention, like when I do things, like because I'm a big routine guy, so a lot of it it's just out of routine, and then I think like even with that walk earlier that I kind of like. um truncated like like a walk a meandering walk could be good if i'm doing it with like intent where i'm like i'm gonna relax i'm gonna take in the park around me i'm gonna listen to like a new album or podcast this is what i'm gonna do and versus like if i go in kind of blind with like whatever i just kind of listen to the same thing or like think the same thoughts over and over that i always do on these walks so it's like any of those things so like yeah you resting and like what'd you say cleaning and um watching a movie what did you say (laughs) what did you say i was pretty deep in my own mind um, i journaled and watched a movie did not say right okay um well agreed (laughs) active listening i'm gonna edit you saying cleaning right there i'm gonna isolate that and i'm gonna put it back in do it okay that, that would be extremely funny if I use this podcast to um, make you say things. That you to didn't. gaslight me? Yeah. To gaslight you in front of all these people. Um, yeah. But like, so like journaling and watching a movie when done with intention is like very yeah relaxing or healing or whatever. But you could just as easily like use a movie to just n- numbingly watch yeah, a movie yeah. or, you know, and it's yeah. like you're but in control ultimately. I was saying, I was talking to my dad the other day about this. Like, this is the first time in my life that I'm like yeah trying to just let yourself like feel feelings and not be like Mm -hmm. once this feeling happens it needs to change you can just like feel sad for a while it's okay yeah totally it's like so and and it is always fleeting and Mm -hmm. i always feel better at some point so knowing that now is so helpful like i just never used to think of think of think think of things this way at all Mm -hmm. like i feel kind of anxious today because i'm like i gotta get a blazer (laughs) But then I'm like, once the blazer, once I get the blazer, mm-hmm. everything's fine. And I have to travel on Wednesday. Fine. It's going to suck. I hate, I hate everything. Yeah. It'll be interesting though. It'll be a more interesting day than, you know, your typical Wednesday, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something you do every day. But like, yeah, I mean, a lot of that of like, just feel it and let it pass and wash over you. It was like the Buddhism kick that I went on a few months ago, which is like, I don't know. It's interesting. It's it's so it's so difficult to like actually meditate daily and like just stay on it. It's like it's comfort. It's I don't know. I almost like brooding or stewing in negative emotion. Like I like it too much. Where it's like oh yeah, I'm just gonna feel it, and then it's like oh you're leaning in and like doing this. 
too much i don't know mm-hmm. as opposed to actually letting it like hit you and then it's it's sort of like letting it hit you and then you grab onto it as opposed to letting it hit you and letting it leave you I'm sort of like, I don't know. There's a comfort in the familiarity of it for me, I think, that isn't actually yeah. that healthy. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Like for sure. we have not You and yeah. me. Yeah, like like the long car driving around. Yeah. Listening to sad music. Yeah. You know. But then if I go on a long drive when I would drive from New York to Boston when there was like a destination and intent, I'd feel very like refreshed and calmed by that. Mm-hmm. Versus if I drove for an hour around Chatham with no purpose or intention, I would feel Mm. Um, sadder than when I started. Yeah. It's I guess ass. that's proving your point. I guess I'm a genius. Is what you're saying, <laughs> also, I drove into New York City and drove from New York City to DC, and that was a that was a win for me. I'm just thinking. About yeah. It how now. was that? Yeah. It was like I did it. Yeah. Yeah, you sure did. It's not that bad. I think it's like, really not at all. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I like made it in my head. I, I feel like my mom has this weird fear of driving that like has translated to me because she's always yeah. like, oh, you're going to drive. Did, did you do you know where to go? I'm like, yeah, I have a fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's a lot of like the suburbs in New Jersey around New York. Like, is that the fear of driving into New York, too? And I think a lot of other like kids in our grade or high school or, or what I, I think it's like oh we're so used to driving in the suburbs and then it's like oh going to new york it's like all this scary crazy and it's like it's mm-hmm. so overhyped like yeah and like i drive difficult in the city i yeah. used to drive to, to and from work every day and have to drive back totally. through the city yeah it's, fine. it's overhyped to, your honor you just clip people left and right you hit just, and run it's not yeah. a big deal going through these like super super narrow streets so annoying people go like a thousand yeah. miles an hour like you just deal with it yeah just deal with yeah. them fuck those people yeah. but, and then we talked about the roadhead on here yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 if you're getting roadhead it definitely helps driving yeah, in new york for help. sure it you can assume that every you can assume that every driver in new york is actively getting or giving roadhead <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's a beautiful city <laughs> whilst driving whilst driving um yeah okay i just we've got we don't have any mailback questions but we do have two other quick notes here that i wanted to hit on that, that you wrote um you wrote on circumcision <laughs> yeah what's up yeah i just thinking about it i mean what prompted you to do think you think about you it? would um i was thinking about people that i've been with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i feel as though many people are unfamiliar with uncircumcised yeah and i i don't like that i feel like people should be more familiar and more pro more pro uh uncircumcised, uncircumcised. yeah I'm i feel like it's very anti. american it's american yeah. thing isn't it? isn't it western oh uh, yeah yeah for sure Get that foreskin away from me. <laughs> in conclusion, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I like I uh, appreciate that I am circumcised. I think, but I think it's like if I, I've only ever been circumcised. So it's like I I, I, I oh yeah oh yeah I flip flop back depending on the mood. I kind of like <laughs> pop it back on. Um, <laughs> like oh it's cold oh it's cold out today. Let me slap that back on. <laughs> like a sweater. Super gross. Yeah, it's sort of like a sweater for the tip of your dick. Um. But uh, I I don't know. It's even it's a fact, even watching porn. If there's not if the the man's dick is uncircumcised, I'm like I don't know if I can do this because it's a yeah. layer of it's a layer of removal of me pretending that that's me. Because um, <laughs> I'm like wait a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, other Wait, than that, something. Yeah, yeah. It's a one to one match. Yeah. The only pro I would say is hand jobs. Mm-hmm. Easier with foreskin. Mm-hmm. You're just using his foreskin to jerk him off. 
kind of. Cool. I wonder if that feels good or not. I don't know. I, I mean, that's what you have to do. Like, that's what. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you can't not. I've watched, like, it's not like I'm just doing that being like, is this right? I'd be like, oh, what a fun little remix <laughs> that I've come up with. <laughs> but, like, how do you, when you get one or give sure. one, I guess, as well. Yeah. I, I don't think I've given, I've given myself millions, but yeah. <laughs> do you, like, what do you use to lube it up? Um, Just, like, lotion. But, like, if someone's doing it to you, what do you want sure. them to do? Well, I haven't gotten just a hand job in like a long time. <laughs> no, not so like, like for the whole time, but like if someone's like doing it a little bit. I think it would come in the context of like <laughs> I'm getting blown and Only? then a hand is also involved. I guess you could do over the pants stuff. Um, no, not that. Like just. I don't yeah, think I guess I'm I just like, like it's so dry. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. So. I think that's why it would naturally lend itself to then getting blown you know because it's other like other than that it would just be like yeah this is dry this is odd for all of us and not to say that listeners of this podcast don't have a great story of me getting the world's driest hand job but like um (laughs) but like i think now as adults that doesn't really that doesn't really happen anymore yeah there's no time for hand jobs you gotta get straight there's no time for we're so (laughs) busy yeah Yeah. we're busy schedule doesn't a lot yeah I, I don't have, like, a, that would be an hour-long Outlook meeting as opposed to the 30-minute, you know, <laughs> regular sesh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm... Anyway, <laughs> anyway if, if, like, when it... Like, for me, I'm, like, or for other people, I'm, like, whatever. The, I guess it, my opinions on, opinions on it would, like, come in if it's, like, with my own child. Yeah, uh, we, I, we had this discussion. Yeah. For sure. I would definitely be pro-lopping off that kid's foreskin. lopping it off yeah lop off that foreskin lop i'm cool off. with it yeah i lop and because it's off. like yeah if my wife was like adamant like we gotta leave it on there i'd be like all right i guess it also depends on whatever the you're just going is. in the night and snip it off yeah i would i would take yeah the matter into my own hands um <laughs> literally literally yeah uh but like i don't know it'll i, I wonder if in like 10 years or whenever uh, if and when i have kids like if if that what whatever's trendy whatever's chic yeah. uh but little sweater? I, I, yeah, a little I don't know. It's like I had a good. I've had such a great time with my dick, that like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. my foreskinless dick. Foreskin? I don't. So I'm kind of like, mm. here, here you go, man. It's also mm. tough. It's such a lifelong decision that your parents make for you at such a young age. But I'm glad that my parents. I should really thank them. Every time I see my parents, I'd be like, thanks. I show them my dick and I go, thank you for this. Thank you. Hey, thank, that's what you're talking to your dad about on the phone. Yeah. Hey, pops. <laughs> like I switch it to thanks FaceTime. Thanks for lopping it thanks, off, pops. Thanks for this, daddy. And then I, you know, yeah. it's great. That's um, cute. Yeah. Anyway, but I, I don't know. Teach their own. I'm yeah. going to take my kids for oh, them. Oh, like night. even when I was, I, I think I might have mentioned this. When I was in London, we were yeah. like at an art gallery uh-huh. and we walked by a picture of an uncircumcised dick and Trisha was like, what is that? Yeah. And I'm like. And everyone puked. She said, "What is that? Let's blast <laughs> she was like, her on the." She pod. was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "How do you not? Am I am I the weirdo here for knowing what that is? Because no. they look really funny when they're not art." Yeah, for sure. They're like like an elephant trunk. Dicks in general are hilarious, and especially and uncircumcised soft dicks. Yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, dicks in general are just so funny. Pretty funny. <laughs> ha ha. Yes. Yes. Uh, they're so like ugly and like non photogenic and just like they're like goofy. <laughs> goofy penises are super goofy like <laughs> goofy looking 
Like, or just like if I'm like, when I step out of the shower and I just see myself fully naked, I'm like, this is wild. I've heard through the grapevine that you're a grower, not a shower. For sure. I, I started the grapevine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I like, did, did someone tell you that other than me? I feel like I've been screaming that from the rooftops. No, I've heard it directly from you. And yeah, I was going to say. Many, for many, sure. many, many times. Oh, yeah, totally. Many times. Literally every time I see you, I tell you. Um, <laughs> it's how we greet Lest you other. forget. Yeah, yeah. I shake your hand and I go, and I, and I pull you close and I whisper in your ear and I go, grow or not a shower. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and we go a few years without talking. But, mm. yeah, no, I am. It would be, I guess it would be cool if my dick was the same length, soft and hard, <laughs> but just going from like, like a wilting flower. Um, but like, I, I guess that would be cool. That seems like it would really Ew. get in the way. I'm kind of pro retractable dick. Yeah. Like, it, like if I'm being like chased by an assailant, I don't want my dick <laughs> flopping around. I want yeah. that. I want it to retract mm-hmm. so that I can get away faster. You know, those things you for a presentation that are like, like a, like a, yeah, like pole. a pointer. Yeah. That's essentially what my dick is. Yes. You're correct. Yeah, like, like Russian nesting dolls. Cause you, so in for 99% of your day, you don't need to be hard. It's in really select circumstances. In I your sex. life. Yeah, yeah, that you need a hard dick. Other than that, you actually don't. Um, you know, it's actually pretty cumbersome when you're hard and don't want to be. And it's like, why? Well, so I've heard also from through the yeah. grapevine, but from you directly. From me, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it is cumbersome. Where it's like, I really, I would love to be flaccid right now. Yeah. Cool. Totally. Well, <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> totally, I feel you. Yeah. Okay. Well, the last thing you have written here is best of luck, man. He's bi! Exclamation yeah. mark. The guy who hit you with best of luck is bi, and that you just found out. Uh, yeah. I'm, oh, cool. I don't want to discuss too much of that. Okay. On here. You wrote it down in the notes app that we have for topics about. I did. I just wanted to remember to talk to you about it. Um, okay. It's a ama- it's an amazing thing. Why? Um, because I don't think I know very many bisexual men. Yeah. I guess that's true. I don't know if I know anybody. And I'm okay. And I'm into that. And I'm okay with that. And into it. You're I'm into a hero. Sexually, no, I'm you. you're into it like just morally. I think both. Okay, cool. I'm an, I'm an ally. <laughs> yeah, you really are. Yeah, totally. I, I think I know. I know a few <coughs> bi guys. Bye guys. John Christoph. Um, <laughs> is he? Let's add him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I feel like I he, he's doing that in an annoying way though. I'll <laughs> I know right he now. is. He's he doing is. that. I bet he's straight and he's saying that to try and get fake gay clout. <laughs> and I absolutely see through his root. Like, like honestly, JC, next time you and a man pound, I'm going to go there and ref the whole thing. Like, like a referee. With a whistle. With a whistle, yeah. And if I see, like... If throw I a just, yellow flag. If it doesn't feel gay enough to me, I'm going <laughs> to absolutely throw the flag. Uh, and then I'm going to separate the two parties and I'm going to go, okay. Like, we're, I don't know. We're just going to have to do a deep dive into, like... How gay is this really? I'm like, is this, a, is this a hate crime right now? Uh, yeah, I think I am the ultimate arbiter of is this gay? Um, yeah. Which is a cool new ABC reality show where I go into people's bedrooms <laughs> and just decide if they're being gay enough. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Oh, I would watch pride. it. It's not Pride Month anymore, so it's pretty cool no. of me to do this. It's, it's hate crime month. It's Yeah, it's straight Pride Month. We're mm. back. Finally. Um, well, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Um we did. Is we there did. anything else? We don't have any mail because our listeners have failed us again. But um, I got anything? Nothing. Nothing, nothing well, for the pod. Note, nothing for the listeners. We'll just bring this into a cool, gentle landing. Like <sighs> I think. Yeah. I think this pod was pretty good. I think the Zen 
state. I think if you do mushrooms before the next one too, we'll be really in good good shape. So Yeah, I guess. Feel pretty still feel pretty zen. <clears throat> you seem pretty zen. Thanks. Thank you. I think I'm gonna Thank try you. to channel that energy now. Channel it. Myself. Channel also I'm it. wearing my dress uh backwards. So Cool. Intentionally? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's just very zen for me. That is zen. That is badass. Well, Marge, thanks for your time. Okay. Oh, that's just okay. Hmm. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm going to edit you. I'm going to edit no, out saying. <laughs> okay. I feel like you didn't give me enough credit for thanking you, so. Hmm. I hmm. wanted to have the final word for once. I, w- I, w- I want you to have it as well. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>